0: Welcome to Standoff, the only podcast where we put stands for Joseph's arch over against each other in a randomized bracket to determine which stand is objectively the best.
1: But there aren't there aren't stands in this chapter.
0: <laughs> oh, are we starting? Was that it? Yeah, sure. Yeah, hi. Hi, patrons. Thank you for paying us enough money to justify finally getting off our asses and reading George Joestar. The- I see it more as
1: they've they've forced our hand. <laughs>
0: I I forced your hand. I'm the one who made the tier on Patreon. All right, fine. Don't blame this on them. They're just getting the content they want. This is on me. Yeah. Welcome. As we've hinted at, we are going to, once a month, release one of these episodes where we read, recap, and riff on a chapter of George Joestar. That was good alliteration. Fuck. Thank you. I didn't even notice. I'm just good, baby. Fire. <laughs> And, yeah, I wound up enjoying this a lot, the chapter we read for this week. So, the format of George Joestar is that it alternates characters Preach chapter. There's George Joestar, who's Joseph Joestar's dad. Um, it's, a, it's weird when I think about it like that. And then there's George Joestar, who goes by Joji, who lives in Japan. But his name's also George Joestar, which I did not realize until I read the first sentence of chapter two, and then I threw my computer away. I haven't looked at chapter
1: two a single time.
0: Yeah, it starts with my name is George Joestar, and I was like, okay, all right, fuck off. Mm-hmm.
1: I have very mixed feelings about this whole thing after chapter one.
0: Okay, we'll we'll get there. Let's 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 go through it first, and if they come up during it, they'll come up during it, and if not. We'll get there at the end. We'll
1: get there. You said we'll get there twice in that line. That was good. That's good I, branding.
0: I, my brain broken. Um so yeah, for this month we read chapter one, Sukumajuku, which is the name of a character we'll meet. I thought it was
1: Tsukumojuku.
0: Oh, is that where the is that where the emphasis goes? That's on the what boat? I did
1: in my brain. I don't know if this is the I don't fucking know. Majuku. I Majuku.
0: I think it's pretty fluid. I took half a semester of Japanese before I failed out of college the first nice. time. Mm-hmm.
1: You have more authority on this than me, then.
0: <laughs> yeah, his name can be written as 9109109. Wait, really? It says that in the chapter, dude. I did not see that, bro. What the fuck? That's no. some dumb as shit.
1: I did not see that or at least I forgot because I read the first I read the first half of this chapter like a couple weeks ago cuz I thought that's when we were recording.
0: Uh, eh, you know how time works. No. Nah. Let, <laughs> let's let's get into it. So we're going to go back and forth recapping it and we'll see how we like this format. This is subject to change as we go through it. Maybe it'll be like bed bath where we just fuck it up each episode in different ways, but we won't do that. I don't want well, to fuck everything up. It's fine. I mean, that's okay. I respect
1: that. Warning, this chapter's weird. Warning, skin suit. S- skin suit. Skin.
0: <laughs> yeah, so, chapter one, Sukumajuku, is told from the perspective of George Joestar, an 11-year-old boy living on the Palma, an island that's part of the Canary Islands. He knows the oddity of his name. His mother, Arena Joestar, and his same-age companion, Lisa Lisa... Both pronounce it George, despite it being spelled J-O-R-G-E. But uh, since all the other inhabitants of La Palma are Spaniards, they all pronounce it Jorge. Uh, And this is specifically mentioned because Arena Joestar wanted to pass the nickname of his late father, Jonathan Joestar, onto him. They wanted to be able to
1: call him Jojo.
0: They want to be able to call him Jojo. Now who's this Jonathan? He sounds interesting. I've never heard of a
1: Jonathan. I've heard of a Johnny. (laughs) I've heard of Jojo. Jojo. Joe, 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 Joe.
0: It doesn't note it, but it's also Jonathan's dad's name, except spelled wrong. Oh,
1: yeah. I didn't. I forgot about that. I forgot about him, too.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't know why any piece of media doesn't mention that, but. He barely exists.
1: He died pretty quick. He died of Dio poison, which is like, eh, it happens.
0: It's a rough kind of poison.
1: It's also like kind of common. Dio poison? Yeah, Dio poisons a couple people. He Dio does. just killed a lot of dudes, you know.
0: Good on him. Unfair. He it. What? <laughs> he's he's fine.
1: All right. I swear to God, if, there's D- if Dio is in this fucking book, I'm going to be mad.
0: Uh, let's 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 keep reading and see where it takes <laughs> us in, in that next paragraph.
1: Uh, George recounts how a gang of local children, led by Antonio Torres, Torre. I'm not sure how to pronounce that. I don't know Spanish. T-O-R-R-E-S, it doesn't matter. Uh, they bully him relentlessly, going as far as to beat him up and force him, and force him to eat animal poop. Mm-hmm. Lisa Lisa has made a habit of saving George from these attacks as he tends to shut down and cry when they occur, but is clearly frustrated with his crybaby tendencies and tells him that he's pathetic and she's ashamed to be to be seen with him. Basically, George, George's crybaby little bitch... And Lisa is the badass.
0: Crybaby... Uh, uh, crybaby tendencies is my favorite part of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. No, I can't. They were, no, they were, though. <laughs> <laughs> what? Are you talking yeah. about whim? Yeah, whim was just fucking <laughs> crybaby tendencies. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm going to call my fan fiction that focuses on his perspective of part two. So... George believes that he's being bullied like this because he's the only English boy on the island and in his class. um, He comments that there's an Asian, specifically Japanese boy in his class as well, but that he was, quote, unflappable, quite look bad, unflappable, quite good looking, got straight A's and was apparently a detective, which made him a non target for the bullying. There's some weird race stuff going on yeah it feels kind of shitty towards Spaniards. It also
1: feels like this was written by a Japanese person, and they made the Japanese person the best in out of in like a foreign country.
0: Well, not to get too ahead of ourselves, but he does die immediately,
1: yeah, but it's still a little weird. It's a little weird they they in the text, they hang on it a little too much in my opinion,
0: yeah. and oh, that's something I want to mention at the start. Iraqi did not write this.
1: Oh yeah, we should we should we should say that. I don't. Where's the name? There's a name somewhere. I'll trust uh, you to find it. My Otoro.
0: My Otoro? My <laughs> fucking yes. So My Otoro. My Joe Otoro. Yeah.
1: It the- is for Araki Hirohiko, So.
0: Okay. Yeah. It Araki- yeah, written for him. That's sweet. <laughs> yeah, Araki like signed off on the big moves, I think, but it is explicitly non-canon.
1: All the light novels are.
0: All the light novels are. Purple haze feedback, kind of. That one's questionable. That it's just
1: whoever you ask, because it doesn't influence anything that is canon, so technically it could be.
0: Right. Who can say? Rocky. True. I'll keep going. That night while oh, George sorry. is still upset. You're good. <laughs> that night while George is still upset, Arena and Lisa Lisa inform him that Lisa Lisa will be leaving at the start of the new year after she turns twelve. This is to live with her adopted father, the Straits. Or her adoptive... <laughs> her adoptive father, Straits. Arena tells George to become smart, strong, and resilient enough within the six months before Lisa Lisa leaves to protect himself, which makes him panic. This makes Lisa Lisa break down crying, hurt that George is only considering his own feelings, and not the pain that she's feeling having to leave the family that she's grown up with. So... I think the intention is that this is supposed to actually be set between Canon Part 1 and Stardust Crusaders.
1: Okay. I mean,
0: what? Right? Stardust Crusaders. And that... Battle Tendency. I mean, okay. te- I was... technically. Yeah, but that's a long <laughs> gap. I'm. I got bimbo brains. That's um, fine. Yeah. Like I think it's meant to be able to slot in there, even within the non-canon structure of this book. Though I guess they do talk about beyonds a lot, and those are fucked up.
1: Yeah, and they they play with major characters, as far as I am aware. Also, I was I should have mentioned I was I was meeting to. Uh, there were times that Lisa Lisa beat up George because they're basically siblings, and like they're they're kind of roughhousing, and it's very heavily implied that Lisa Lisa already has harm on. Wow.
0: Wow! Because
1: something about he mentioned something about whenever she hits him, uh, he feels like the vibrations and it hurts real bad.
0: That's just puberty. <laughs> all right, I it's joke. Um, but yeah, it's explicitly stated that they're not siblings, which will be important as we continue.
1: Well, yeah, but they at as kids they kind of act like that. They grew up together, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're right. Don't make it weird. I'm trying not to, but I'm right. You are. Let what? What's I going got on? it. Yeah.
1: Wait, I lost count of which one rods. The George ultimately steals. Yeah, that's a that's a tool you could use. Fuck. Uh, George ultimately steals and, steals and resolves himself <laughs> in an attempt to both comfort Lisa Lisa and dissuade her Ass- doubts.
0: <laughs> Assuage her doubts.
1: That's not a word. It is. She clearly doesn't believe in this resolve, but thanks to George's effort. Oh, the fucking... I'm sorry, man. You're good. <laughs> she clearly doesn't believe in this result, but thanks, George, for the effort. Here, George comments on how pretty he finds Lisa Lisa and then goes off to resolve himself to stand up to his bullies the next day. He's gonna go beat up some kids.
0: Yeah, fucked up that he's like, damn, my kind of sister figure's pretty, but I'm only realizing this because she's crying for the first time I've ever seen. It's, I
1: kind of get it in the sense that, no, it's like showing a level of humanity. Because if if something, if someone like this is in your life, that's like your age, but is a total badass constantly, you can't really recognize them as a peer, you know what I mean?
0: Fair. Yeah. And I guess that did kind of come up here, because I cut a lot of the chaff out just so we could get through it. But he does talk about how like, Yeah. She's turning 12 soon, but I'm also fucking 11 right now, and I'm going to be 12 soon. There's not that much of a difference between us.
1: But he he comments on how he still sees her as, like, basically an adult, yeah. because of how she carries herself and how she's just a badass. Because she's cool. Yeah. Lisa yeah. Lisa. Hot take? Lisa is pretty cool.
0: Lisa Lisa's very cool. I love Rose from Street Fighter 4. I don't... Have you not seen Rose from Street Fighter 4? I know what you're talking about, but
1: I was about to make the joke. I love Lisa Lisa from Eyes of Heaven.
0: (laughs) Damn, good joke.
1: Good fighting game reference.
0: Yeah, both of us. All right. The next morning, Antonio Torres is found dead. George George killed him. No, he didn't. Don't be a Julio. (laughs) George had left for school early to hide away from his bullies, and upon entering his classroom after hiding out in the storage area for a while, he was immediately confronted by Julio, Torres' second-in-command. Julio, after finding Antonio dead, went directly to the Joe Star estate, assuming that George and Lisa Lisa killed Antonio, and found neither of the two children home, and assumed that they did the murder.
1: Mostly because... I think it's specifically George because he was very late to class two because yeah. he was trying to hide.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Lisa Lisa still not in class at that point And George is there like right before the hypothetical bell. I don't know if there's a bell.
1: Yeah. Um. It's basically set up to be a very unfortunate circumstance where George and Lisa Lisa are like from their perspective. It's very incriminating that they're both late on that day.
0: Right. Damn. Let's get a series of unfortunate events, but the Baudelaire children have stands. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> okay,
1: keep reading. I'm bad at references, I'm sorry. You're good. Uh, Mr. Hernandez, George's teacher, backs up George's story of having hidden in the storage room, and also defends Lisa Lisa. Julio rebukes this, citing that, his, that he and his friends have been affected by a freaky power of Lisa Lisa, Tamon, the same thing George talked about. On which he lays the blame for that weird way that Antonio died. Antonio Torres was, per Julio, quote, crushed to death, leaving him as flat as a sheet of paper, no blood, no muscle, no bones, nothing left but a sheet of skin.
0: That boy got turned into a flat Stanley. (laughs) He ain't got no bones. He got no bones, he got no juice. Yeah, it's. (laughs) No juice. Yeah, blood's juice. What is juice? If you think about it. I don't have to. I don't want to. All right. I'll keep reading that. <laughs> um, at this point, the Japanese student, Tsukumaju Kato, bursts into the classroom with a syndrillical case stating that he solved the murder. I did write with a syndrillical case stating that he solved the case. So I had to. I got you. Ed- Just on the fly. Um, George, just as incredulous as everyone else in the room at this proclamation, asks if Lisa Lisa was involved. Sukumajuku said he believed so at first, but no longer did, and after being questioned by George, goes on a tangent about the nature and plot flow of detective novels. Specifically, he mentions that the role of a detective is, as a fictional device, a role destined to always arrive at the truth in the end, which may come up later in chapter one in chapter
1: one later this fucking episode (laughs) uh in my notes i wrote i'm gonna say tsukumojiku because i think that's right okay i said he's hella epic v smart (laughs) detective boy
0: (laughs) a regular hardy boy (laughs) he's the oh what's that one anime the detective conan no what what? Detective Conan's the one about the boy detective that's been going on for, like, One Piece amounts of time? I don't know what you're talking about. Case closed. What's the one anime
1: about the really perfect boy? The perfect boy? Sok- it's Saku something?
0: Oh, the something life of Sakike? Osaki K.
1: Perfect boy anime.
0: Oh, didn't you know I'm Sakamoto? Sakamoto, that's it, yes. Sakamoto. Sakamoto this it's fucking good.
1: I just, like, halfway through the chapter, I started just seeing Tsukumajuku as Sakamoto.
0: Does that mean Tsukumajuku's mom is Bayonetta? I hope. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Uh,
1: Tsukumajuku darkens the classroom and pulls the light-sensitive contents out of his container for display. It turns out to be a flattened version of Antonio Torres that Julio had mentioned. He then goes on to explain that this is not, in fact, a corpse, but a piece of art created by Antonio's mother, Maria Torres, titled This Year's Antonio.
0: Hey, George Joe Star's got a strong start. It's so, in case
1: the listener isn't following, because this is an odd situation. So, a little bizarre, if you will. Boy dies, and his friends find corpse. And then they go to school and are scared. And try to find out who killed him. Then weird detective boy shows up. Unrolls his corpse. Which is a piece of. Which is a, a sheet of skin. Yeah. And in front of everyone. And is like no this ain't his corpse. His mom pulled it off him. And called it an art piece.
0: Yeah, to be specific. It's a sheet of skin. That on the back. Has a one long seam. Um, it's that is sewed gross. together. It's
1: gross.
0: Yeah. Uh, Suku Mojuku. I'm going to just start pronouncing it your way. It sounds better. Yeah, I win. Sukumojuku describes how, over the years, Maria has perfected the process of removing her son's skin and stitching it together into a full version of the boy. The boy. At first, this was done gradually, as his body hadn't adapted to the process and needed some time to heal, so she would peel off strips at a time and then sew them together like a quilt. Um, ugh. It's bad. But this year, she was able to skin Antonio with a single incision while having him stay alive. This was due to his body getting used to the procedure, and a couple of days before the date that she would usually do this, his skin cell growth rate just kicked up to basically maximum, and then she was just able to cut him out, and he stepped out of his skin like a fucking snake. <laughs> and funny. and he was still alive. He's a snake boy. He's a snake boy once. <laughs> <laughs> Once a
1: year, he's snake.
0: Yeah, it's why. This it's is weird. it's
1: bizarre.
0: This is such a JoJo thing, like that. There could be a stand that does that. Yeah, but it's not. It's just her doing it. It's just her taking the skin yeah. off her son. Oh, she also collects all the hair that falls off his fucking head and puts it onto the weird flat Stanley. Well, she has to remember what her
1: son looks like every year.
0: Oh. Yeah, she like preserves them. It's Let's keep going. I don't want to... It's the worst. Let me continue. It gets worse before it gets better.
1: At this revelation, it seemed obvious that Antonio was still alive. And he even entered the room after Tsukumojiku said that he, quote, assumed Antonio was still alive. Good job, Tsukumojiku. Good detective work. Mm -hmm. Uh, The present Antonio was acting vastly different from... that. The present Antonio was acting vastly different from Antoni- the antonio th- the he was acting different than he normally does.
0: yes, sorry about that bad sentence um <laughs>
1: uh, and it was revealed that Antonio was ultimately killed and had drained had been drained of everything but his skin, and the individual wearing his skin smelled like George's shampoo, but it wasn't <laughs> George it was Lisa Lisa in his skin too.
0: Yeah, at least, at least I just found this boy's skin suit and was like, yo, let me fucking punk all of our classmates. <laughs> well, I still gotta go to school. I still gotta go to school. I might as well do it as this boy.
1: It's gonna be, it's, it's way more convenient than just carrying the skin suit. Might as well wear it.
0: Ugh. It's fucked up to consider. Oh, also, the one that Sukumo Juku had, um, the cops just gave him as a reward for solving the mystery. I forgot about that. The cops just gave this 11 year old the corpse. It wasn't no, that one wasn't a corpse. That one was a piece of art. The one that How Lisa the Lisa How the would they know? The one that Lisa Lisa is wearing is the boy who died like three hours ago. Oh yeah, uh,
1: that should be clarified. That is the corpse. Mm-hmm. Lisa Lisa is walking around in this this child's corpse. This kid's 11.
0: <laughs> yeah. She, she announces that he was murdered and that she pulled the stunt to lure out his murderer. She lays out some strict rules to the students, which were also given to the other inhabitants of the island. Specifically, they had to go straight home. They had to strictly stay in the sunlight, avoiding shadows, lock all their doors and remain quiet. Cli- I'm not editing this. Lock all their doors and remain quiet near the center of their house. And let no one in after sundown, and to sh- take shelter if there's any commotion at all. Hey, I think hey, we know something in JoJo's that doesn't like sunlight. Um, the
1: sun, the stand. Damn, you right. That came out at night. We don't know if it was. Mm. Let me keep thinking. Um,
0: <laughs> I so there, there's that there's the Pillar Men.
1: The pillar, it's a Pillar Man. It's Santana.
0: This is before that
1: yeah it's santana he went back to get recarbonated
0: he went back in time no he went back to go back into rocks
1: he's like ah heck i'm a pillar man what am i doing out of the pillar
0: no okay hear me out right so he was in the pillar and then he separated his heart from his body and he sent it forward and (laughs) i refuse (laughs) this isn't the main show according to Zeke. According to
1: Z, there's already enough Kingdom Hearts bullshit in this book.
0: What? God. Oh, yeah, there is. There is. I I remember what she said about Giorno getting Norded. Stop. I don't
1: like to think about Giorno coming into this somehow. Well, it's... We're no in Spain here. like a hundred years ago.
0: Well, soon we'll be in Moriocho. I don't want to be in Moriocho.
1: <laughs> Next nice paragraph. Um as she finishes, it becomes apparent that her plan to lure out the murderer worked. Mr. Hernandez is shutting all the blinds in the hallway of the school, disintegrating as he touches the sunlight to do so. Tsukumojuku Tuk- uh, sees the young looking female figure standing on the why? standing up- What? why did I say female? I don't know, dude. I don't see gender. <laughs> I'm kill you in real life. <laughs> <laughs> see a young looking male standing on the ceiling in the darkness who is revealed to be Alejandro Torres, the father of Antonio. He and Lisa Lisa exchange, exchange some shit talk before Alejandro pr- pr- begins pursuit. Lisa Lisa begins running and in a fit of courageous stupidity, George decides that this will be the moment that he stands up and protects Lisa Lisa.
0: Yes, yeah, So I, so I, during the time that they were fucking around with the skin suit, Alejandro broke in, turned their teacher into a zombie, and then let their teacher die. Maybe the teacher was already a zombie. Okay, so I think I think, I think Alejandro think broke in and then turned him into a zombie because they said that the curtains in the classroom were open before Sukumajuku got there. You might be right. I may uh, be crazy. Listen,
1: listeners should correct us.
0: Yeah, yeah, Z. Or Plaquas. Z or Plakwass would correct us. Plaquas can't hear this. <laughs> Rip Z, correct us. You're our only hope. You're the
1: crisp and cream of
0: George Facts. <laughs> Shout out to Interstitial Season 2. Uh read that next. Oh, it's my turn. It's your turn. Uh, the moment George gets between Lisa Lisa and her pursuer, Lisa Lisa unleashes a Hammond attack. Indigo Blue Overdrive. Which is
1: badass.
0: It's really good. Um, and George being in the way forces her to redirect it into the floor. The shockwave of the attack knocks George out. And he does not reawaken until the next morning. When he finds Straits had arrived to help clear out the monsters. They're, they're vampires if you didn't they're, get they're, it. Right?
1: They're vampires. Or like those zombie things that are like work for the vampires. It's both. It's, it's JoJo's, you know. Unless you're a part skipper. And you don't know, but now you know. I did it.
0: Um. But yeah. No. It's definitely vampires or zombies or both. Where there's where there's smoke, there's zombies. That's probably true. Oh, um. Yeah. Straights, oh. Straits and George talk for a bit, and it leaves George feeling embarrassed over his foolishness.
1: Were you just re- I'm Um. I, fuck. I was, Oh, re- you were just. Re- oh, Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, Straight stays on La Palma La La Pluma
0: (laughs) What happened to me, La Palma? La Palma
1: (laughs) Until it is time for Lisa Lisa to go with him During his recovery, George is visited by Tsukumojiku who Who discusses heavy metaphysical ideas of fate and predetermination As well as his role as a detective Tsukumojiku is convinced that there is a force watching over him from beyond the world sort of acting as the will of the author in a story of his life and allowing him to always solve his case, fulfilling his role without fail.
0: Heady is a real word? <laughs> no. Okay. Yeah, Sikojuku states, and this is a quote, Let me say exactly what I mean. Say that I'm Sherlock Holmes. Then I'm certain that I have something outside of this world serving as my author Conan Doyle. I am as certain of this as I am certain that I am a detective. And I have a name for this thing guiding me from somewhere not of this world. I call it Beyond. Not the Beyond. Just Beyond. Just Beyond. Because it stands beyond you. <laughs> you
1: use Beyond as if it was like the word mana, you know? Right. It's like it's, a power.
0: It's like... It is like a power. It's... Yeah. I don't know what to say about it. It's It's the author. It's... It's literally
1: literally plot armor. (laughs) Characters are given a metaphysical plot armor that is canon in the story.
0: Which is pretty good. I mean, it's not bad.
1: It makes sense in JoJo's. Fuck it. I might be doing something similar in Sunflowers. (laughs) That That was undecipherable. I might be doing something similar in Sunflowers, and I Mm -hmm. might have planned that before reading this. So now I kind of look like a hack. Uh, he goes on to say that his beyond has abandoned him and has chosen a new protagonist for the world, jo- uh, George Joestar himself. George is incredulous, still not fully believing what Sukumojiku is saying, and Sukumojiku expresses some, jeal- some jealousy at the fact, showing his wisdom is beyond his years, when he states that the jealousy is only natural as they are 11-year-old kids.
0: Yeah, very, very, a very wise lad. He's a wise boy. And um, it's
1: it's interesting to me that he says that his author has abandoned him and went to George. I like to imagine, I don't know if this is true. It might be in like an interview or something, but um, it feels like Tsukumojuku was intended to be the main character of a story. And then they said, fuck it, I'm, do- I'm writing a George comic or George well, or JoJo light novel. Maybe. That like would be maybe, interesting. Like they were the, the author was like planning to write something else and then it turned into this.
0: That would be cool. I would believe it based off how fucking weird it is. Yeah. Um but here comes here comes my favorite quote from chapter one. No, it's it's my most hated. Um George asks if he's meant to be a detective instead of Sukumajuku, To which Sukumajuku replies that he believes so, as George's story already has monsters and mystic powers in it. He advises George to trust in the beyond, and that he can overcome his fate by doing so. In saying all this, he says, I think you'll play the character of George Joestar in a story called George Joestar. Fuck off. But that's a good line, though.
1: It's a good line. And I hate that it's a good line.
0: It's so good. It hits so fucking hard, because it's just like... You not understand what a beyond is. Now you do. Do you get it?
1: Yeah, it it perfectly summarized what he's trying to say. Yeah. that In some way, Tsukumojiku is aware that he's a story being written.
0: Yeah, it's good shit. I'm a fan.
1: I'm not not a fan. I'm aware of the beyond,
0: all right? (laughs) Standoff Patreon episode George Joestar 1 kingdom has become catholic (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) wait is it since okay hormone
1: user stand user beyond user
0: i don't think it's a beyond user i think it's touched by a beyond i don't like that because because there aren't there's also wounds and bounds that are going to be coming. oh i forgot about those i don't know what that means yeah i don't know what that means i only know about one wound and it's a scary clown It's a wound, not a wound? Because it's bound. No, it's a wound because it stems from trauma. I hate it. I do too. (laughs) This isn't a video
1: thing, but I have a very distressed face right now. (laughs) I believe you.
0: I'm going to read the next paragraph of your recap. Please do. It's the second to last one. I am aware. (laughs) (laughs) For the audience, bitch. George
1: and Tsukumojuku become friends as George's relationship with Lisa-Lisa becomes more estranged. The night she leaves, the two the two talk and the two confess their love for each other. George is confused at his own confession. Not sure why he told Isalisa he loved her or really what they were talking about at
0: all. So I included that because I think at that point is just the will of the beyond acting on him. Like, hey, we got to get oh, Joseph sorry. Joestar somehow. Yeah, they, the the I, I like that,
1: actually, because the writer knows that they have kids. Mm hmm. So the writer needs them to still, like, be friends, even though, even if it doesn't, like, fully make sense from a character point of view, it has to happen for the literal plot.
0: Exactly. See, so, yeah, I don't think that is under his own volition. That's good. Thank you. I so, i don't like that I like that. <laughs> right? George Jo starts a good book, and I hate it for it.
1: This is the first chapter. We can't judge, it, judge the whole book by it.
0: True. Uh, okay, so here we go. Last, end of chapter one. Lisa Lisa left, and George recounts the adventures he and Tsukumojuku had throughout their teen years. True to Tsukumajuku's proposed will of the beyond, they go on one vaguely described detective adventure after another, before Sukumojuku has to return to Japan. I think it's like they solve 15 <laughs> locked room murders. And then they catch a serial killer, and then they realize that one guy was behind all 15 of the locked room murders, and they go catch him. But they just say this. This is never going to be explained in more detail. They're just like, yeah, they went on all these fucking detective adventures. They just...
1: (laughs) They just went to a bunch of escape rooms.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And then they found and arrested the guy who made them.
1: Yeah, so the chapter ends with Sukumojiku going back to Japan.
0: Yeah. um, George is astonished by, um... Bleh. George says he'll visit Tsukumajuku in Japan and is astonished by the other boy's lack of tact and saying he had the feeling that that wouldn't happen. Uh, he gives George a Japanese dictionary and gets on his boat, which ultimately disappears off the coast of Florida and is found two months later at the bottom of the ocean. George laments the fact that Sukumajuku was his first and only friend and should have been the main character. And then the chapter ends... It makes
1: sense for him to say that because of what Tsukumojiku explained, that he was the main character, but he was passed to George.
0: Right. It's, it's a little silly. I just picture, like, this being a fucking goofy slice-of-life anime, and this is the end of the first episode, and it's just George <laughs> looking straight into the camera. Big sweat drop. The author's
1: gonna miss their OC, but now they have to use George instead.
0: Or do they? Because
1: apparently the next one starts with a different George. <laughs>
0: Well, that's that's dodgy.
1: That's <laughs> he makes good music. I'm a fan of his music.
0: I don't trust him. It's good. It's genuinely good. I don't, Yeah, but I don't
1: trust the man. That's fair. That's dude, t- t- times for crimes.
0: Rounds mm-hmm. for balance. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Tears
0: for fears.
1: His music's good. You should try it. Is all I'm saying.
0: Um, I'll get to. Oh, I started listening I, to a hundred Gex. I don't know what that is. It's a good band. Has yeah, you should listen. They're good.
1: I, I just wanted to say that I can't like think of Joji in this and not think of that Joji because it's also a music reference.
0: Damn! I'm pretty sure this came out before his music it career started.
1: Definitely did. <laughs> Wait, when did it, when did George come out?
0: I think like 2010,
1: 2012.
0: That's damn. N-
1: not as... I thought this was older. I thought it was, like, early 2000s.
0: No, Purple Haze Feedback is oldest, and I think that um, Dio's Diary over Heaven is the newest. That's the newest? I heard that's the worst, though. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's just how it be. Um, But yeah, hey, that was chapter one of George Joestar. There will be a test at the end of the podcast, so make sure to take notes.
1: There won't be. Oh, I'd I'd fail. <laughs>
0: There will be when we turn this into an ARG for the four people who give us enough you money to can't listen to it.
1: Spoil that.
0: <laughs> We're not turning this into an ARG. You can't stop me. There aren't any bionicles of JoJo's characters that we can send you, in the again. Mail you cannot life. stop me. I'm gonna. I'm fucking you. Gonna do it then. I don't fucking know what to say. But yeah, that's that's George, baby. Thanks for your money, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Hey, and y'all, if you're not in the Discord, please join through Patreon so you can get access to our patron-only channel and talk about this with us. If you have anything that you want to hear us talk about more in depth about George, or want to fucking, I don't know,
1: tell me which character every. I want somebody after we finish every chapter. Tell me which character you want to punch in the face.
0: Oh, can we do that? Sure. Okay, I want to punch George Joestar in the face. Me too, he's me, too. A me, too. me
1: too, me too, me too. He's a, he's a selfish, whiny little bitch who gets in the way.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's a twerp. All right, hey, I think we're done. I think we're done. And now the episode's just going to cut out when I'm halfway through the sentence.